the Small Queen Note Podcast, episode 26. Ho, 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 and Merry Christmas. Welcome to the Small Queen Note Podcast Christmas party. I thought it'd be really fun to have a quick change of pace to wrap up what has been an incredible six months of podcasting. So this one is going to be a really fun episode. I want to thank all of my listeners for being with me. Episode 26, we've had six months of podcast episodes and I am loving this journey. I will be actually taking the rest of December off. I will not be having my regularly scheduled podcast episodes. So you'll have to wait until January for that to come back around. Uh, However, I cannot promise that I won't put out some kind of bonus material. So be sure to click the subscribe button because you just might get a little Christmas surprise somewhere along this month. And listen, before we dive into our really fun Christmas party, I wanted to read the review of the week. This one is from Jen Colby and she says, Leah definitely delivers. I found her through Instagram and I'm so glad I did. Her podcast is raw and honest and so helpful to me as a mom a few years behind her in life and motherhood. She's just spunky and joyful. I'm determined to hang out with her in real life someday. I leave her podcast feeling energized and want to create. Oh gosh, Jen, you got me blushing. Thanks, girl. I hope that we get to meet up one day. I mean, I think it'd be so fun to have like small queen of podcast meetups. I love to travel. I'm like, I just need to do that. Okay. So let's move on to our Christmas party. We're going to be talking about movies and albums and music and traditions and gifts and a little bit of uh, fun stuff in between. So let's go. All right, if you know me, you know I love to watch movies. I have so many ambitions for my life and one one thing that's on my bucket list is like one day I want to be part of making a movie. I love film. I love the story. I love the setting. I love all things about it. So I thought it'd be really fun to share some of my favorite Christmas movies. Some of these you'll, you will probably also love and then others you're going to shake your head and be like, whoa, I've never heard of that one. So I also need to tell you that I have not had cable in, uh, let's see, 10 years pretty much. Yeah, 10 years. And even before that, it was a little sp- as sparse uh, on purpose. I of course stream things online, so I do not watch Hallmark Christmas movies. So I'm sure I'm missing out some on some favorites. So let's go in with my top ten list of favorite Christmas movies. Number one, this is in no particular order. I'm just going to start out with this one. It is Christmas in Connecticut. Now, before I get into Christmas in Connecticut, I need to let you know that a lot of these are going to be older movies because I'm an old soul. I love old film and grew up watching you know, Turner Classic Movie Channel and AMC. I love it, love it, love it. So Christmas in Connecticut, it's an 88% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. It's so great. It has uh, Barbara Stanwyck and Dennis Morgan. And it's just like this, this adorable story about a journalist who is a food writer in like a really famous magazine, but she doesn't actually, she isn't actually like the Martha Stewart that she makes herself out to be. Um, And so it's basically how she has to, uh, make up this uh, basic, basic like Martha Stewart life for uh, the publishing, the head of the publishing. And it's just kind of like a really fun way how she like fakes herself through the story. And of course, has a really sweet romantic 
underlying uh, storyline to it. It's super, super cute. It was made in 1945, so you're going to get lots of vintage goodness. All right, movie number two is Holiday Inn. If you have never seen this movie, I really feel really sorry for you. You must find it immediately. I'm sure a lot of these movies you can either get on Amazon Prime or Netflix, maybe even something like Hulu. Uh, I know that if you do have cable, they will be shown throughout. And if not, just head over to your library. I bet you can rent these. So a holiday and you all has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, if that tells you anything. It's Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire. They sing and they dance their way through this movie. And the idea is they are these showbiz guys from um, from New York that go into the country and buy an inn that only is open on holidays. And so they basically, oh, I just love it so much. They basically create shows for each holiday. There's a Valentine's show, there's the Easter show, there's a Thanksgiving show, of course, there's a Christmas show. Believe it or not, this is actually the first movie that the song White Christmas was from. It was uh, when Bing sits down at the piano in a holiday and, and sings White Christmas. It's delightful and it was filmed in 1942. That's Holiday Inn. Little bit of a change of pace. How about a 90s classic for you? While You Were Sleeping with Sandra Bullock and Bill Pullman. Sandra works on the pretty much the metro for Chicago when the, her fantasy guy falls under the track and she saves him. One thing leads to another. He's in a coma and she basically gets adopted by this family of this man she actually doesn't know. She just has a crush on. It's so sweet. I've probably watched it 20 times. While you were sleeping, if you want a good rom-com, watch it. Moving right along. All right, I have a couple options here that were original film and then they were redone and I love all of them. They made the list. The first one is called The Bishop's Wife. It was filmed in 1947 and it has Cary Grant and Loretta Young along with the awesome David Niven. The story behind it is that Cary Grant comes as an angel um, to earth and answer to the prayers of a struggling young bishop and kind of you know just makes Christmas cheer happen and it's a great story about a marriage being restored and a community coming together and I mean it's Cary Grant. Do I even need to say anything else? And right along with that and the next one on my list is actually a remake from 1996 and it is with Whitney Houston in The Preacher's Wife. There's also, oh, you know, a little actor called Denzel Washington and along with Gregory Hines. It is so, so great. Lionel Richie's in it and Courtney Vance. Such a great remake. I love it. And of course, Whitney Houston is singing, so it's not a musical, but there is some fabulous music that comes from The Preacher's Wife. So that's that would be a fun little marathon. Bishop's Wife first, and then have the 90s Preacher's Wife. Another two movies that basically were connected with each other. I'm going to start with the original. It's the 1940s classic, The Shop Around the Corner. I love this movie basically it is a store clerk who finds himself feuding with his co-worker but unknowing to each other they're actually pen pals and they don't know each other's real names and they fall in love it is delightful it has uh, none other than margaret sullivan and james stewart and it is it's it's beautiful and it's sweet and it is also a hundred percent on rotten tomatoes so you know it's a good one. It was filmed in 1940. You might be a little bit more familiar with the 90s remake of You've Got Mail. 
You've Got Mail was actually based on the shop around the corner. So, of course, that was filmed in 1999 with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Now, You've Got Mail is kind of a Christmas movie, but kind of not. I mean, I count it as a Christmas movie because half of it is set at Christmas time, but then it ends up in the springtime. But either way, I love this movie. This is a movie I've, I watch You've Got Mail a couple times a year, and I, I think it's just absolutely delightful. So, again, you've got another opportunity uh, with the shop around the corner, and you've got mail uh, to have a little bit of a marathon. All right, now this next one is not exactly a Christmas movie, but there's something about it that makes me feel Christmas. I don't know if it's like the Christmas spirit or um, the idea of like facing your fears and overcoming it. And uh, anyway, so you can decide for yourself. I wanted to throw it into my list. It's my list of movies for my Christmas party, and it is the movie The King's Speech. It was filmed in 2010. It's a 95 on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's amazing. Um, and it has a tour de force. It's Colin Firth. Gregory Rush, uh, Helena Bonham Carter, Guy Pierce, and it's directed by Tom Hooper. And of course, Tom Hooper directed Pride and Prejudice with Keira Knightley and uh, Matthew McFadden. So it's absolutely beautiful. And the story is that um, King Edward abdicates the throne of King Edward VIII, and um, his his brother, who suffers from a debilitating speech impediment, um, is King George VI. He has to take over. And one of the things of being the royal is you have to have, you know, you have to speak in public, especially like the really important radio addresses that the King of England would do. Um, and so it's the story of the King, uh, King George VI, working through his speech impediment with um his his voice coach and it is awesome it's awesome i do need to say that there is a scene where um there is a lot of language they use um, the f word but it's if you're watching this story it's not out of like poor taste you i mean it kind of goes along with the story but i do want to warn you that there is language in that um and it's also great because the current um Queen Elizabeth, this is depicting a time in her father's life. And Queen Elizabeth is even in the movie as a young girl. So I love that. All right, last but not least, I could not have a Christmas movie list without listing one of my favorite movies, 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'll give you a clue. James Stewart and the beautiful Donna Reed, directed by Frank Capra. You know what I'm talking about. It's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. I love this movie. It basically reminds you that life is worth living and that all of us are here. And without us each playing our part, how many other people would be affected? You know, the difference that one life can make. Um, it's beautiful. Believe it or not, Adam has not watched this movie, so I'm going to have to fix that this year. And so that's my list of Christmas movies. Let me know if I missed one of your favorites. If there's one that you are going to check out, and uh, yeah, I would just love to hear what some of your favorite Christmas movies are. Find me over at Small Queendom on Instagram, and I'd love to hear about your favorite Christmas movies. Now, when I think about Christmas time, I think about uh, getting together with friends, spending time with family, the lights, the decoration, the sights, the sounds, the smells the tastes of the season. So I thought it would be fun for my Christmas party to include some of my favorite Christmas traditions. I don't do all of these things every year, but I try to. So here are some of my favorite things that I try to incorporate into 
my Christmas season. You all know that I am a musician, I'm a classical pianist, and then I also was a choir teacher. So for the better part of, oh, you know, 15 years, I was so heavily involved in Christmas performances. So my first tradition is to attend or be a part of some kind of Christmas performance. Maybe it's a a choral concert from the local college, or perhaps it is a performance of the Nutcracker Ballet. Or maybe it might even be a Christmas play. I live in Virginia and I'm able to go to the Barter Theater. They have some beautiful productions. So I always try to include some kind of Christmas performance. You know, I think of Arthur O'Shaughnessy's gorgeous quote, you know, especially as a musician. And he says, we are the music makers and we are the dreamers of the dreams. And so at Christmas time, I try to tap into that. My second favorite uh, Christmas tradition is to attend a white elephant gift exchange. Of course, that's where, you know, there are many people, maybe up to 20 people all together sitting in a circle. Everyone has brought a gift. Maybe it's usable or maybe it's totally wacky that you wrap up and then you can steal the gift from each other. And oh, it's just, I just love that game. My competitive nature comes out and I love a good surprise. So it's all the things, right? All right, the next thing that I love is I tried to make a gingerbread house with my children. I'm not always so good about making Christmas cookies, but there's something so sweet about a gingerbread house, and Norday absolutely loves it, so I try to do that. All right, another favorite Christmas tradition, I mentioned it a couple episodes ago, and that is to visit the Biltmore House at Christmas because it is so beautiful, that 40-foot Christmas tree and going through and seeing all of the decorations and the greenery and the bows and the lights and it's just absolutely delightful and even in the um, upstairs living room area they usually have a live musician either a harpist or a guitarist or a pianist playing a beautiful Christmas music as you are touring the house. I love to go to the Biltmore house as a tradition. All right a kind of uh, silly a tradition well not silly but Adam always makes fun of me I always get a, a big bag of mixed nuts from the grocery store around Christmas time and I keep them in a bowl in my living area with a nutcracker and I'm always enjoying you know walnuts and pecans and and almonds and Brazil nuts and hazelnuts and I, I love it I'll be sitting watching a movie or reading a book or something talking on the phone I'll be cracking and eating nuts in my living room Adam's always laughing at me about that just a couple more traditions left. Uh, I love to uh, really bring out the hot cocoa for the kids. Adam usually lights a fire. That's not necessarily a Christmas tradition. However, somewhere in the mix, we usually have Jenny's ice cream. Spring and Keith usually send us a box of Jenny's ice cream for Christmas. And so it is a true sign of Christmas when our Jenny's box arrives. So I just love the, the fire, the hot cocoa, and the sweet treat of Jenny's ice cream. And then finally, my last Christmas tradition is it's really important for me that my children wake up and I wake up in our own beds on Christmas morning. So we do family stuff on Christmas Eve, but on Christmas Day, we are home. We don't go anywhere. We wake up in our beds and we enjoy the day together. And that is an important Christmas tradition to me. And what is Christmas if we don't give and receive some gifts? So we have to cover gifts. I love to give a gift. It is one of my top love language, I also with quality time. And I just love the act of picking something out and wrapping it up and giving it. So if you have not been living under a rock, then you will know that I have my gift guide, my Enneagram gift guide. That will be in the show notes. I give you tons of gift ideas there. 
However, if you do not know your Enneagram, you're like, okay, Leah, I don't know my Enneagram type. I'm going to help you out a little bit, all right? First off, go to your local nursery or garden center. It depends where you live, where you can get it. I actually went to um, Home Depot. They have a small kind of indoor garden center that's not like outside in the weather. And I got a mother-in-law slash snake plant for $15. And then I went to Home Goods. My first visit ever to Home Goods. I went there and I had total success. I found a basket that was perfect for my snake plant to go in. I, it was under $30 and it is just delightful. It's in my living room and I'm like, that would be the perfect gift. So there you go. There's a gift idea to give to someone. Another absolutely wonderful gift, and this is a total plug for me, I am shamelessly saying this, is to give or receive the gift of essential oils. If you do not have a doTERRA wellness advocate that you know, love, and trust, I would love for you to reach out to me and I'd be delighted to help you pick out the perfect essential oil gift for yourself or someone you love this Christmas. Just email me, leah at smallqueendom.com or you can go check out smallqueendom.com and click on oils. I've got some info there. But I'm telling you, essential oils are a wonderful gift. Along with the diffuser, it will be the gift that keeps on giving. And I have to give a shout out to my other product that I offer, my Adele Natural Perfume. It is the official natural fragrance of the Small Queen of Podcast. It's over on my Etsy shop. It comes in a box that is ready to give. It is delightful and pure luxury. Such a great gift. So there are some ideas and all of these will be in the show notes for you. I wanted to give you a couple of my favorite oils that I put in my diffuser. So uh, doTERRA has an, a blend called Holiday Joy. It's delightful. It's, it's piney. It's fruity. It's super great. I do a little bit of Holiday Joy and add wild orange in it. And it smells like Christmas. It really does. We have another blend called Holiday Peace. It's uh, a little bit different, but equally delightful. And then finally, I love to throw this in the diffuser. I do about two or three drops of ginger, one or two drops of frankincense, a drop or two each of wild orange or tangerine, and then one drop of cinnamon and one drop of cedarwood. It's, uh, it's earthy, it's spicy, it's citrusy, and it smells like the holidays. All right, let's wrap up this Christmas party. We cannot talk about Christmas without talking about Christmas music. I have another little gift for you. I have made a Spotify Christmas playlist. Now I'm gonna warn you, it's gonna be a little bit, um, a little bit diverse, and you'll understand why when I explain some of my favorite Christmas albums. Um, but you know, I thought about curating it a little bit more, and I thought, you know what? I'm not going to. This is what I listen to at Christmas. It's my Christmas party. I'm just gonna put these albums up there and let the Spotify shuffle take it away. So some of my favorite Christmas albums, uh, one of them is the Charlie Brown Christmas by Vince Guaraldi. The Vince Guaraldi trio is fabulous. It's the music from the popular uh, Charlie Brown cartoon at Christmas time. And so it's, it's reminiscent, it's nostalgic, it's so sweet, it's a little bit jazzy, and it is the perfect background for, you know, milk and cookies or a Christmas party. I love it. 
The second, <laughs> the second recommendation that I have also harkens back to my choir days, and it is Benjamin Britten's Ceremony of Carols. So this is pretty heavy choral stuff, but is it is exciting, it's dramatic, it's beautiful. It's typically sung with either a, a, a children's choir or a boys' choir or a very like high... Uh, English British sounding um, choir and it's accompanied with a harp so it, it is delightful I've sung the work many times and I, I love to play it all right on complete opposite sides of the spectrum I need to tell you a little confession let's call it a confession okay <clears throat> I Leah am a believer that's right I love Justin Bieber and I can't talk about Christmas music without giving a shout out to Justin's Under the Mistletoe Christmas album. It's pretty fabulous. So some of my favorite tracks from Justin's album is Fall Off featuring Boys to Men. Okay, do I need to say more? It's like catchy, it's dancey, and it is so cute. Okay, the other one I love is Christmas Love. Super cute. And then his opening track, Only Thing I Ever Give for Christmas. Take it away, Justin. All right, finishing up this list, we have Michael Bublé's Christmas. So, super great. He does an awesome rendition of Silver Bells, and I love his Santa Baby. And then this one is super old. This is from the 80s. There's a Christian artist named Michael W. Smith, but in the 80s, he did a Christmas album. It's not the one from the 90s. It's the one from the 80s. And it's really, like, sweeping. It's beautiful and orchestral. Um, the singing is beautiful. There's some there's some um, boys choir there, and it, and it's it's really really lovely. So I've listened to that album probably two hundred times. It it is beautiful. It always makes me think of Christmas. And then finally, my list of uh, my favorite Christmas albums is uh, "Swingin' Christmas" by Ella Fitzgerald. If you want some pure, like, classic jazz with none other than the best vocalist in the jazz world, which I think is Ella Fitzgerald, then she takes it away. She's singing some of the favorite holiday classics, and they are just fun, and it just has that really cool vibe. So my gift to you is there will be a link to a Spotify playlist with this diverse set of music, and I hope that you enjoy it, and it's my little uh, present and to thank you for coming to my Christmas party. And before we close out our Christmas party, it's so important that we remember to pay it forward and that we're not just uh, grateful with our hearts and with our words, that we're also grateful with um, the many blessings that we've been given. And so I wanna encourage you to find a cause that you're really passionate about and, you know, Offer them a token of gratitude for the work that they're doing. Maybe it's your local soup kitchen or homeless shelter. Maybe it's your local women's shelter. Uh, maybe it's a it's a, a charity that is doing work with veterans, or or maybe you are a lover of animals and want to take an extra bag of dog food to um, the the animal shelter. Um, one of my favorite charities is Preemptive Love Coalition. The work that they're doing with the refugees is amazing, and there's so many good people that are out there day in and day out um, they're just giving their time their life their heart and they're making a difference another one of my favorite organizations is operation underground railroad it is um fighting to end sex trafficking um doTERRA is actually one of the corporate sponsors and i i love 
um, being able to support the work that they are doing. Um, anyway, there's so many wonderful things that, uh, that projects and people and work and causes that are taking place now. And I hope that you will take a few minutes to reach out to your favorite charity or organization and to support them as well. Well, it's time for me to say goodbye for now. And maybe I will see you next year. Be sure to click that subscribe button so when I pop back up in your podcast app, you will get notification. And be sure to check out all the show notes. I've got the playlist link there, and I've put a few extra surprises. I will leave you with this. Although it's been said many times in many ways, Merry Christmas to you. Stay strong and be kind, my friend. Bye.